Welcome back to Skaters and Educators. Today, myself, Lily Corum, and Ashley Wilson, will be talking to a couple experts about the Federal Writers Project and and the New Deal. Yeet, yeet. Let's get to it. Today, we're here with Arthur Paddywhack and Cornelius McChesterfield. If you guys could go ahead and introduce yourselves. It's me, Cornelius McChesterfield. Back in my day, we didn't have to introduce ourselves, young lady. We just, everyone knew who we were, and I find that a little bit offensive. Be quiet, Cornel. My name is Arthur Paddywhack, and I'm much cooler than he is. So we have a couple questions for you gentlemen about the Federal Writers Project, or FWP. What did the program aim to do? Well... The Federal Writers Project was a United States federal government project aimed to give creative workers more recognition instead of, you know, everyone just Mm -hmm. reading facts. Interesting. It was part of the Works Progress Administration, part of the New Deal. So what exactly is the Works Progress Administration? Well, WPA, renamed in 1939 as the Works Projects Administration, was an American New Deal agency employing millions of job seekers, mostly unskilled men. Oh yeah, to carry out mostly public projects including construction, building, and sites and roads and stuff. You don't even sound like you know what you're talking about. Are you really? I thought you were an expert. I hate you. Okay, gentlemen, back to the program, please. So what exactly did... What problem did the program try to solve? It tried to solve the problem of underrated authors not getting enough job options or clout after the Great Depression. Clout? Because, yeah. Really, Cornelius? Okay, you have a. Anyway, because who's reading after the Great Depression? They needed some more recognition. And that brings us to our next question Arthur, which of the <laughs> three R's did this program fit into? Relief, recovery, or reform of the Great Depression? Well, Obviously, I'd say reform because it helped creative writers gain more recognition for their work. Before this movement, nobody ever really read creative writing. They all read to be informed. So, Now, that's about all we have time for before we get into our next segment. So, word from our sponsors. Do you have family problems, anxiety, and that Great Depression? Then you need a nice bottle of that Coca-Cola. Get it in your local convenience store today. How I remember the good old days. Pop a bottle of Coke in the Jif Jif. So tasty. So tasty. The bubbly in my face. Freaking good. So yummy. Brings me to my next question. Was it controversial and why? I mean, it really depends on who you ask. Um, for me personally, I think, no, it was not controversial. The FWP was not controversial because it did not personally affect anyone except the authors. I mean, yes, it affected them, but you know what I mean. There was no reason to dislike it. It was unproblematic, unlike a lot of things these days. And that brings us to our last recorded question to ask you. How did this program change the role of the government, if it did at all, how? I mean, well, I don't personally think it changed the role of the government. All it really did was give the creative writers more recognition, just like they really, really needed. Thank you, gentlemen. Now, if you have anything else you would like to share with our viewers about FWP, we are open ears. 
Well, for any listeners that did not know, the FWP was established and developed in July and August of 1935. It became one of the five programs of Federal Project Number 1 under the Works Progress Administration like we talked about earlier. And I got something controversial, even though I say I'm just, hey, I'm an old oh, man. Your memory is terrible, Cornelius. Hey, 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 it's not my fault. I'm an old man, okay? It really is. Okay, so I take back what I said. I think that it is a bit controversial. Historians have long debated the evidentiary value of the Federal Writers Project and ex-slave narratives as representations of slavery, you know? In long past slavery representing race and the Federal Writers Project, Catherine A. Stewart takes a different take examining the production of the narratives and the work the FWP more broadly as factors in the renegation. Oh my gosh, I can't even think, Arthur. (laughs) Stupid. I know. I hate you. I hate you and my wife. I hope you fall. I I I love your wife. (laughs) I know you love my wife, okay? I saw you last Thursday. Yeah, you did. Anyway, African-Americans, identity, (laughs) shut up. African-American identity during the New Deal era, conflict over how to depict Americans' past and their present circumstances. Stewart argues, conformed a crucial element in the ongoing national debate over African-Americans' place in the nation. Heck yeah. So let's take a moment to talk about the authors that were greatly affected and recognized for this movement. So, there were many authors affected by this movement, but one of the most famous being F. Scott Fitzgerald, who, by the way, died on December 21st, 1940 in Hollywood. How do you know that? I just am smart, okay? Anyway, so he was a famous novelist, and he was most known for his book, The Great Gatsby, which also had a movie starring the babe, Leo Donatio. (laughs) Leo Donatio. Okay. (laughs) So the, not, the other one you might know very well is Ernest Hemingway, who wrote The Sun Also Rises, A Farewell to Arms, and For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, many, Yes, many, many more. He was a great young man, but he committed suicide on July 2nd in Ketchum, sounds like Ketchup, Idaho. Thank you, young men, for coming and talking about this subject, the FWP. Oh, of course, no problem, sweetie. We had a great time, and we hope to see you again. As no, for, we're going to die soon. As for our viewers at home, we would like to give a big thank you for listening and enjoying these podcasts. Yes, thank you. Goodbye, young people. I might... Toodaloo. Bye.